Hey everybody, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Let's give a big ol' yes for the console wars. Yes! Yes! Yes. Yes. Like a Borat yes. Yeah, it's kind of a roller coaster <laughs> My yes. There. I liked it. They're back, baby. The console wars. The New York Times said so in a story, and now we've got a high up at Sony taking shots. <laughs> at one of the new Xboxes. The high up. This comes from Sony Interactive Entertainment president, Jim Ryan, who has been giving a series of interviews about the next generation of consoles and why the PS5 totally rules, dog. Cool. He kind of blasted the whole concept behind the Xbox Series S, AKA the lower powered but extremely affordable next gen Xbox. In an interview with the Japanese site, AV Watch, Ryan said that Sony has concluded that low price reduced spec consoles had not had great results in the past. Ryan said that he respects, quote, every competitor's decision and their philosophy. It's kind of a broad statement. But yeah. then he went on to make it clear that he thinks Microsoft is doing things all wrong. Ryan said that if you look at the history of the game business, creating a special, low-priced, reduced-spec console is something that has not had great results in the past. We've considered that option and seen other executives who have attempted this discover how problematic it is. We've seen executives driven mad by the low-spec console. <laughs> Never. Never again. <laughs> what is this low-spec console that didn't do well that he's thinking of? That's a good question. And while he didn't call it out by name, it's clear that he's talking about the Xbox Series S, which Microsoft is pitching as a much lower cost version of the Xbox Series X. I mean, the gloves are off, the prices are out, they're not gonna be coy anymore. They're just gonna yeah. be just like, well, yeah. that's a bad idea that's gonna suck sh <laughs> Yours actually really sucks. Yeah, it turned a lot of heads when Microsoft announced its price, $300. That's $100 cheaper than the discless PS5. It is astonishingly cheap for a next-gen console. But the PS5 is full-powered. Exactly. Mean, so yeah, that, there's the trade-off. It's a completely different thing. Yeah. Ryan gave Sony's philosophy on lower-powered consoles, adding that, based on our research, it's clear that people who buy a game console want to continue using it for four, five, six, or even seven years. <laughs> they want to believe that they have bought something that is future-proofed and not going to be outdated in two to three years. Let me speak to a representative. Yes. <laughs> there is nothing more future-proof than a lockdown, non-upgradable game console. Yes. The launch PS4s are running games so well right yep. now. Now, in fairness to Ryan, some developers have expressed some reservations about the Series S and its lower specs. Axel Knighting, a programmer at id Software, wrote that he was really bummed about this RAM situation on the Series S. This isn't easy to compensate and drags down base spec quite a bit for next-gen multi-platform. He later deleted the tweet like a coward. Stand by your words, Axel. Come on, Axel. In a producer at Remedy Entertainment, Sasan Seper also sounded off about the Series S, tweeting, as a consumer, I love this. As a technical producer, I see trouble. As a bit of a rascal, <laughs> I love trouble. And Sasan kept the tweet up like a courageous poster does. There we go. Others, though, have said it'll be fine. There's no problem. Microsoft insists it won't be hard to develop for both machines. Xbox Director of Program Management Jason Ronald told IGN that the Series S will target 1440p, but it can also output a 4K signal. He said basically it's up to game devs to decide which native resolution they want. That wasn't really 
part of the announcement. They said 1440. Yeah. He added, the way that we designed the developer environment was that a developer would ideally target 4K at 60 FPS up to 120 FPS on Xbox Series X, and then they could easily scale down to the Xbox Series S by reducing the rendering resolution to 1440p. Oh, also, before I forget, we never said happy birthday to Susan on the show on the right day. What? Who the hell is Susan? Alana's mom. Ah. Uh... I'm sure somebody will put Susan in a game or something. I'm yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. I'm just saying that because I'm a petty, petty bitch. It's really That's right. cool. Well, maybe they'll put you in Hearthstone, Brian. Get Brian in Hearthstone. If they didn't ask me to be in Battletoads, I'm, I'm not going to be in anything. That's true. Yeah, it's over for you. Basically, he's saying that resolutions and graphical quality will be the only difference between the two Xbox Series family of consoles. But is power ultimately really that important? Because there's a big elephant in the room here, the Switch. It's been selling very well, obviously not the most powerful. As NPD analyst Matt Piscatella pointed out, with Switch dominating console sales and with many of the most popular games out there able to run on toasters, I'm not sure how anyone could suggest with a straight face that console power is the key to next-gen sales success. Games, price, services, then power. Yeah, I mean, the Switch has sold great despite having terrible power and terrible services. Very yeah. terrible. Unusable <laughs> services. And terrible prices. Yeah, the key is that a console, I think it just needs to be powerful enough. But Nintendo has shown with the Switch and further back with the Wii, the Wii was basically a GameCube with motion controls, but they've yeah. showed that an underpowered device can still sell well. Then again, Nintendo also has a legendary lineup of IP that Xbox cannot touch. Not even close. No. <laughs> or PlayStation for that matter. <laughs> they both have their hits, right? Their classics, but like, oh my God, you can't <laughs> compete with Zelda and Mario, I'm sorry. Mario's a little bit more popular than Twisted Metal. <laughs> <laughs> a third string Nintendo side character like Lucky 2 knocks Sackboy out of the yes. fucking park yeah. every time. But not Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. His name is Sweet Tooth. The Dark Clown. That's all of the PlayStation 5 news we've got for you today, though. We'll talk about one more bit of bad news in just a second. But first, let's talk about one of our favorite shows, The Boys. Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is brought to you by The Boys Season 2. The boys are trying to bring down the seven because they've all been wronged by them in the past. They're licking their wounds from last season and they're now on the run. The boys are fueled by revenge and an emptiness they're trying to fill. It's going to take a lot more than that to bring down the most powerful superheroes on the planet. The boys are trying to expose Compound V in the ways that Vought and the Seven manipulate the public to stay in power. Homelander unleashed V to create super terrorists. Woo! Which is really a selfish ploy for the public to look at the Seven as saviors that can keep the world safe from this threat. Stakes are even higher this season for the boys and the Seven, and we get deeper into the characters. We find out what each of them is fighting for. We learn even more about the humanity of the soups, which is so unique for superhero stories. It's so refreshing to see their vulnerabilities instead of their weaknesses. Heroes are not born, they're made. That means something very different for the Seven and the boys. The Seven are grappling with the notion of Compound V and what it means in terms of the power and aura they possess. The boys were forced to become anti-heroes because of the atrocities committed by the Seven. They have taken on a greater calling because people have been sweeping the actions of the Seven and Vought under the rug for far too long. We root for the underdog to take down the establishment, and we'll stop at nothing to change the status quo. 
We can all relate to that sense of being powerless with the things that frustrate us the most. We look to our heroes and our leaders to stand up for us and create a better world, but far too often we feel ignored. And uh, keep an eye out for a special episode of Death Battle featuring the boys. Come, come and see. So go to Amazon.com slash boys to watch the boys season two out now. That is Amazon.com slash the boys to watch the boys season two out right now. Okay, back to the PlayStation 5. Jim Ryan also broke a bit of disappointing news about the next-gen console and its backwards compatibility, in that it is not going to have much of it. In an interview with Famitsu, Ryan was asked about the PS5's compatibility with PS1, PS2, and PS3 discs or downloads. Ryan said that because of PS5-specific engineering, the design team was mostly focused on the simultaneous use of high-speed SSDs and the new DualSense controller. It's weird, I've had an SSD in my PC for uh, the entire time I've had it, and I've never had issues running old games <laughs> no they're pretty good at that yeah and i don't understand what a new controller would do to keep you from playing the old games and also bluetooth technology hasn't changed to the point that you couldn't pair a ps3 or ps4 yeah. to it. Huh. all that talk means basically that the ps5 won't be compatible with games from any of those older systems the ps1 the ps2 or the ps3 <sighs> although ryan did stress it will be compatible with quote 99 percent of ps4 games he added we thought that they would like to play ps4 titles on the PS5 as well. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't want to have to own a PS3 anymore. No. I have to plug it in every once in a while. I hate it. There's also games like Metal Gear Solid 4 that are like classics that you just can't play unless you can own a PS3. As Ars Technica pointed out though, Ryan hasn't been too big on backwards compatibility in the past. He even kind of trashed old PlayStation games, which is a weird argument to make about your own company. Yeah, back in 2017, he told Time Magazine that backwards compatibility is one of those features that is much requested, but not actually used much. He added, I was at a Gran Turismo event recently where they had PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games. And the PS1 and PS2 games, they looked ancient. Like, why would anybody play this. I get the feeling Jim Ryan doesn't like video games. Yeah, I feel like that, he's yeah. just There's like an air of a corporate guy who's in the gaming space, but he doesn't like give a shit. It's like, why wouldn't you want the biggest, flashiest thing? Yeah. Before they became valued, Victorian architecture was just seen as ugly, and they just tore down like every single Victorian building until one day someone's like, actually, no, we like this a lot. These <laughs> are actually really cool. Is that how we're going to feel about those horrible box apartment buildings that go up in every major city now overnight. But yeah, obviously that's a huge philosophical difference between Sony and Microsoft because Microsoft has emphasized repeatedly their backwards compatibility features. They made a big point with the Xbox One systems. They're carrying it over to the next gen as well. Clearly, as we said before, Sony much more focused on just getting you to buy a PS5 and mm -hmm. throwing all your old stuff away rather than letting you, I don't know, take your library to the next generation. They have made a concession with the PS Plus collection, which is a greatest hits collection of PS4 games. They'll be able to play on the PS5 with your subscription, but that's about it. So it's clear that Sony and Microsoft have very different philosophies going into this next generation. Sony believes in exclusives and Microsoft believes in an all-you-can-eat approach. Oh, and they even differ on pre-orders. Sony apparently believes in just springing them on us out of the blue. <laughs> Meanwhile, Microsoft announced that pre-orders for the Xbox Series X and S will start on Tuesday. Line up in an orderly fashion, all you bots. 
and resellers. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. pretty smug about it, but it's easy to do that from this point. Like, let's see how TK right. goes. Let's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you could be smug about this when you're using the same retailers whose sites have all crashed and have all run out of inventory and have all yep. jumped the gun. So easy, Microsoft. You might not have the handle on this you think you do. Yeah, I, I feel like Walmart is once again going to be dicks about this. Congratulations to like the five actual humans that got a pre-order though. Even in 2020, they have still not figured out how to sell products online.